0: What's going on, Hokey Nation? Welcome to this week's edition of the Triumph Spotlight, right here on TSL Today. Our guest today, Virginia Tech wide receiver, Ollie Jennings, the third, a transfer from Old Dominion. Jennings was a highly sought-after prospect in the portal. Now hold on a Virginia Tech uniform in 2023. We can't wait to get it going. Ollie Jennings joins us coming up next. It's TSL today from Blacksburg. Today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. Recognized by On3 Sports as a top 20 most ambitious NIL franchise, Triumph develops custom partnerships for collegiate student athletes with members of the business community, supporters, and fans. Log on to triumphnil.com today for more information on how to engage and support Virginia Tech student athletes through NIL platforms. Again, thanks so much for joining us, Hokie fans. I'm Giovanni Heater, joined alongside Nick Brown and of course across the way Ali Jennings the third on set thanks for being here how are you doing today i'm doing good man i'm excited to be here awesome awesome well we'll just start off very basic and kind of kind of glide into this a little bit so how have you adjusted so far uh, being at virginia tech
1: it's been a pretty it's been a pretty good adjustment honestly uh, i know uh, this is my second time transferring um, but uh I'm in a great community, um, great environment, even inside the facility. All my coaches, they're welcoming, uh, but they're still pushing me every day to be better. Um, and just, it's been fun. Uh, it's kind of uh, to get, uh, meet new people again, uh, get in a different environment. And I, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of getting adjusted.
2: Well, you're a student athlete, student first. Mm-hmm. We talked about it before we uh, turned on the live camera. Uh, how's the academic side been adjusting here to Tech?
1: It's a little different. Uh, so uh, I've been in a program where it was mainly uh, online classes. So I had to get adjusted to being back in person, uh, sitting in front of a professor and uh, a large group of uh, fellow students. But uh, that's not gonna stop me. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's been it's been fun uh, trying to just learn the campus, walking around, uh, seeing all the different hokey stone buildings and stuff like that. Uh, but um, that's probably the biggest thing. With class.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the age-old saying is, and I don't think Tech fans are going to like this very much, but the age-old saying is, if you can't beat them, join them. Well, at Old Dominion, you did beat Virginia Tech. So, <laughs> first of all, what was that experience like? And then what drew you to come be a part of Hokey Nation and play for Virginia Tech? It's actually kind of funny because I, I still hear about it a lot uh, throughout
1: the facility. Um, Like, uh, the other day, I tried to make a crazy catch, uh, and I dropped it. And uh, a few of my coaches and uh, a few of our teammates were like, uh, "If you were gonna drop that one, why couldn't you drop it last year?" Yeah. Uh, the only <laughs> but uh, oh man, that was a that was a time. Uh, it was just in the moment. I was just I don't know. I just knew uh, my team needed to play. Um, and I knew it was either going to one or two people at the moment, me or a good friend, a friend of mine, Zach Kuntz. Especially based off the play that we ran, uh, we were the only two options, and. Once I saw the ball in the air, I was just like, I'm coming down with this thing. Um, and I th- I talked about this before. I was cramping that entire route in my calf muscle. And I was like, I just have to get down there. I just have to get down there and make the play and uh, ended up making it happen for my team. And uh, it was exciting. It was exciting to be have one of those moments, you know, that's like a a moment you'll, you can never forget. Uh, something you can tell your kids when you uh, get older, <laughs> tell them like, yo,
0: I saved the game for the team. Uh, something that like people make movies about and stuff like that. So, so now that you are at Virginia Tech, what was that recruiting process like throughout your time in the portal? And, uh, you know, what brought you here at the end of the day? The thing that
1: brought me here was first off relationships. Um, had a great uh, relationship with coach mines, uh, coming up. Uh, he's a Richmond guy. I'm a Richmond guy and just getting around the other staff members it was like, it just felt like home. Everyone felt very welcoming. They felt warm, uh, felt like people I could be around all the time and not wanna just get away and not discourage me from loving the sport. Um, and that was the biggest thing. Uh, the recruiting process did get crazy. Uh, from the moment I entered, I had people calling. Um, and from the moment, I, well really a little bit after I committed, uh, before I got here, I had people trying to flip me it was, it was crazy. Uh, that was the most heavily recruited I've been in a while, uh, besides high school. And that was, uh, <laughs> it really uh, gave me a little bit of confidence um, in myself, honestly, because of all the work that, put, that I put in. Uh, and um, it showed on the field and uh, teams want me to be a part of their uh, organization. So it, it, gave me, it definitely gave me a lot of confidence doing that. What other schools were in the mix? Uh, it was a lot, man. A uh, few schools that uh, I considered, um, few SEC schools, uh, Mississippi State, uh, Tennessee, Texas. I didn't post all my offers. I know people saw offers on uh, me <laughs> yeah. posting on Twitter. Um, but I had a few. Uh, back to uh, Texas A&M. Uh, Colorado. Um, was that before you know, or
0: after? dion went over there
1: so it was right when he uh accepted the job okay they had offered me that's awesome um, but they didn't have a, a full staff yet all yeah. oh, right so right. I, I didn't want to go into a, a, rock, a rough situation especially for my last year so right right i mean it just it didn't work out um but they'll be i hope they'll be pretty good i'm not uh rooting downfall on anybody except right. the people that play us when we play them <laughs> right <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was a few teams i had uh, scholarship offers in every power five conference um and pretty much most group of five uh schools had reached out it was my phone was going crazy like i talked to my i talked to my parents about me getting a second phone just so <laughs> Burn i can em. have yeah just so i can have some peace on my regular phone <laughs> that's but, awesome yeah it was crazy
2: well you've been in the transfer portal twice bring us through the journey and how it was different the first time
1: around to now the second time around the first time around was crazy because we were dealing with the COVID year yeah mm-hmm. uh, just coming off the COVID season um and everybody was trying to figure out where they were going to go they had just uh granted everybody an extra year and they granted the one year free transfer um rule yeah uh, as an underclassman and uh i was a younger guy i played a lot as a freshman i uh started i want to say five or six games as a freshman didn't have a lot of catches though um just young, um, inexperienced trying to find my way. Uh, my sophomore year during the COVID year, uh, I had a little soft tissue injuries, nothing uh, pretty serious, but it did limit me um, a lot during the season. Uh, that kind of helped me back from playing a lot. Um, and my production went down also. So when I entered the portal, I was kind of step behind a lot of guys. Um, I had experience, but I was still very young um, so it was kind of tough. Uh, I had a few scholarship offers, nothing crazy. Most power five schools that had reached out to me had backed off. They wanted me to wait until the summertime, mm. which I didn't want to like leave myself out of a, uh, yeah. a spot on the team right. sure. waiting too long. Um, and committed to ODU uh, the first time, which may have been my best decision I've made uh in a while besides coming here <laughs> but uh they uh they helped me gain my confidence back um a lot uh especially coming off having a down year um uh they gave me a a support another support system outside of my family um they gave me my confidence back they they helped me pr- uh evolve as an athlete and as a leader um so I thank them a lot for that uh and uh, the second time I entered it, it was just it was it was a smooth sailing road. Uh, just had to figure out what was the best situation for me. But uh, it was it was two different. <laughs> it was very lopsided uh, when I <laughs> entered uh, uh, both times.
0: Well, I'm, I've always been curious about the differences uh, between the Power Five and Group of Five level and in no way to knock Old Dominion, but what are the differences as far as what can Virginia Tech offer you uh, as a student athlete that maybe Group of Five schools can't, whether that be NIL opportunities or whether that be the facilities that you're in or, or just across the board, you know, what makes Virginia Tech special uh, compared to other Group of Five schools like ODU where you were at?
1: I would definitely say, first off, the facilities um, it's way more money put into the programs. Just people invest a lot of money into power five schools, especially schools that have a winning tradition, uh, like Virginia tech, um, and support staff. Uh, you have way more people working on the team that are there just to work for you to help you reach your goals than at a group of five school and not every group of five school is some group of five schools that have, a lot more than some power five schools do. But yeah, man, and then the NIL market is way bigger. Uh, it's, it's some group of five schools and even FCS schools that people don't even know the name of. Uh, like before before ODU started winning um, and playing, well, playing a lot in the Conference USA and moving up to the Sun Belt, people didn't really know what ODU was. Um, So when you try and reach out for NIL deals to major companies and stuff like that, they're not really gonna, they're gonna choose a guy who goes to Virginia Tech or uh, Alabama over an ODU, um, which hopefully it changes as the uh, NIL market grows. Um, But that's the biggest difference, honestly. Uh, I feel like football is the same. Everybody doesn't look at it that way. Uh, but it, it's some definitely some good guys especially in the sun Belt conference oh my god the sun Belt conference tough to play in uh we didn't have a we didn't have a breathing room at at all during the season and yeah that's so play isn't the play isn't the difference it's everything else that goes around off the field that's the major difference um with group of five and power five
2: right? Well, I want to dive into that relationship you talked about with Coach Mines earlier. When did that relationship start, and how has it blossomed into you coming over to Virginia Tech with him?
1: So I would say I was about five or six wow. years old. Uh, like He was a Hermitage guy. Um, mm-hmm. My brother went to Hermitage after him. So growing up, I always knew I was going to Hermitage. I wanted to play football at Hermitage because that was a yeah. thing to do uh, playing in Richmond. Good Program definitely, and uh, yeah, so he came back um while he was with the Bears, he was with the Chicago Bears. Yep. Um, they had a youth camp at Hermitage, and I went out there, and that's when I first met him. Um, and I just we've known each other all the way like since I was five or six years old to now. Uh, he was one of the first, he was his first school that he was at uh, that offered me was JMU. Mm -hmm. Uh, he recruited me like heck, trying to get me, uh, (laughs) went a different route, but, uh, he kept pursuing, um, offered me, uh, at ECU when he was there, when I entered the portal and ended up leaving as I was into the portal, uh, to go to old dominion, Mm -hmm. um, which ECU and old dominion were my top two schools the first time I entered the portal. So by him leaving that automatically eliminated, made the the decision for me. Uh, so he was one of those coaches that helped me gain my confidence back. Uh, me going with him was, like I said, one of the best decisions I've made. As uh, I was 19, turning 20 at the time, I was still pretty young. I still am young, but yeah. I'm only 21 now. But uh, me being a teenager, making that decision and seeing how how much it can change my life, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with this guy. And... Hasn't failed me yet, so. <laughs> but yeah, we just we just kept in contact. Like Even when he was on the staff, he wasn't my position coach, but I would go to him all the time, hmm. ask him questions, give him my concerns, uh, and he would be there for me. And it wasn't even just me. I would see how he interacted with the other guys on the team, and you could just see how genuine he is. He really cares about his players, and he does whatever he can to uh, put guys in a
0: successful position. What do you bring to the offense here at Virginia Tech? What kind of receiver are you? It's crazy because I'm, I'm kind of
1: evolving as a receiver. I would say I bring a explosiveness to the offense. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't really look too much into, like, my stats and, like, what I did last year, but I did see something that said I led the nation in, like, super explosive plays. Like, okay something like that like catches <laughs> over like 40 yards yeah um so uh i definitely bring that to the uh, offense uh, a deep threat that's something that was missing yeah, yeah. a, a deep threat a sure-handed receiver um and a guy who can bring leadership uh to the offense uh i'm experienced and i'm great in the blocking game uh i don't get people don't hear about receivers blocking a lot yeah, but uh it's important. You send me in to block a corner, linebacker safety. Uh, I'm going to get the job done. Uh, get a chance to do Yeah, how, <laughs> however possible. I'm, I'm going to do it the legal way, but I'm, I'm going to get the job done for us. And I'm just – I feel like I'm a well-rounded receiver. I do still have stuff I need to work on. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a cocky guy. I know uh, still uh, room for improvement always. Um, I'm going to work on those things this offseason. But – I definitely feel like I bring a lot of explosive plays coming up this season. Well, it's
2: no secret that the wide receiver room last year was a little bit of a weak spot for Virginia Tech. How has that room changed over the offseason with the addition of you, Jalen Lane, uh, Quan
1: Felton, and this freshman class? Man, it's changed a lot. Uh, I don't know the guys that left. Um, I know one or two of them, but uh, I know the guys that are here now yeah um and the guys that stayed uh they're coming to compete this year they're ready to ball uh we got a lot of guys who are coming in every day working hard doing extra staying after coming in early come coming late uh just to improve themselves improve and help the team improve and you can kind of see the culture in the room um going in a certain direction that you would like uh for your receivers uh and it's been fun uh, practicing with those guys and seeing them guys make plays. Um, and we actually named our group the the Bad Boys. The Bad Boys, nice. Yeah. So uh, I like it. We're um we're just coming in with the a, a bad mentality. Like we want to we want to play fast, physical, angry. Uh, so they, they created a position to stop us. Yeah. So we're technically not the good guys. I know everybody looks at the receivers as like the flashy princesses of the team, <laughs> but no, we're not. That we're we're coming in. We're being we're being violent. We're being dominant and things like that. And we're gonna play like that. We're gonna we're gonna talk our trash. We're gonna be confident in ourselves. Um, some people might even say we're gonna be cocky.
0: And if that's how we gotta uh, roll, then we're gonna play like that triumph (laughs) we're talking to you it sounds like we need a shirt going on right now a lot of people would buy this that says bad boys and has all the wide receivers on it right there that sounds like (laughs) that sounds like that would be something pretty sweet so whether it be wide receivers or you could talk any other position on the offense has there been anybody in particular that has really stood out to you throughout the early portion of spring ball that people can look forward to coming up this upcoming season
1: besides yourself of course Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, man, my boy, Jalen Lane. We call him J. Lane. He's been killing it uh, from the slot, and he's a guy that can move around a lot. Uh, Steven Gosnell, he's been yeah. killing it uh, on the outside. Um, Who else? I mean, everybody's playing great. Uh, I'm just thinking of guys who've made the most recent, uh, most like explosive plays uh what have you seen out of the, Tootin, i was gonna say what have you seen out of him explosive like, yeah it's crazy like he can catch the ball at five yards next thing you know he's at 25 yards at the blink of an eye um and and man he is it's hard to tackle him it's hard to bring him to the ground and that entire room they've been making a lot of plays uh they uh they had some good runs saturday uh and they're gonna have a lot more to come how about uh how about your quarterbacks man it's been it's been fun watching they've been making some great throws uh i was in a little bit with both quarterbacks uh the one that i told you i dropped was from grant uh he threw a perfect ball i was just i was just trying to do too much Uh, but uh yeah both of them have been making a lot of plays um and i really can't wait to see how uh how much better they get how much more they Mm -hmm. compete uh Finishing up in the spring and throughout the the fall. Well, any of the young guns are
2: they looking good out there, freshmen? Okay, uh,
0: offense or defense? Because I know you got to play against guys mm-hmm. on the other side, like Mansour Delane. and I know he's not a freshman, but um, you know defense too.
1: Yeah, let's see, let's see. I know offensive wise, my receivers, of course, they're they're playing great. Uh, especially being young guys, they're getting adjusted well, learning the system. It's Always going to be a few mistakes being a young guy, but uh, as long as you don't keep letting them happen, they'll be fine. Uh, Jeremiah Coney, yeah, he's a big back, like, uh, yeah, he's a big he's, boy. Yeah, he's like, he's not a normal size running back, <laughs> and he can move, he can run, catch, block. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does. And uh, on the defense, Mansoor, he's been making plays. Uh, I mean, that's what you expect. He's been, he was a freshman All-American last year, so he's gonna keep uh, getting better, uh, doing better things. Um, who else? I know uh, Tone, he's been making some plays. Uh, he had, does have a little bit of freshman mistakes here and there, but like I said, that's gonna happen. But uh, he's, a, he's a big body out there at corner, um, and he can play corner, he can play safety, uh, Are can, you talking
0: about Antonio Cotman? Yeah, yeah, cool. So I know him as Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I figured. He's from, yeah. I figured. Just wanted to clarify so, yeah. for the audience. But man.
1: uh, yeah, he's just he's an athlete and he's 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 physical. You wouldn't expect a guy coming out of high school to play that physical, uh, especially with older guys. Um, and yeah, he's just he's gonna be a guy coming up in the future.
0: Well, I know that Coach Pry breaks this thing down into phases. Phase one is over. You're now in the midst of phase two with spring ball. So, what do these phases look like when you're getting ready for the upcoming 2023 season?
1: It's really just about focusing on the moment. Honestly, you uh, you want to come in every day, uh, do what you're asked, uh, and do it to your full potential, um, and do go above and beyond, uh. What you're expected, also, um, but that's because that's the only way you're gonna be able to get ahead of the next guy, the next team, uh, going above and beyond. Um, like I tell guys all the time, you can come in and do your workouts, do practice, and you'll be fine. But once you go out on your own and do the extra stuff, go the extra mile, that's what's gonna separate you from good to great. Um, and I think I've been doing a good job of that, and it's a lot of guys on the team. That have also been doing it. And uh being in the facility, you can see it. Uh guys are guys are hungry. They uh they always think about uh last season. Uh they won three games last year. My team won three games also last year. So I have mm. that same chip on my shoulder. Not yeah. with these guys, but I still know how they feel. And uh you can just you can just see it how hungry guys are, how much they want it and how much guys wanna win. And uh I love that. I love that feeling. Like uh being the underdog, that's like that's like the best thing, like for me. It's just I love proving myself right. I don't say I love pr- proving people wrong, yeah. Because I know what I can do. I know what my team can do, yeah. and proving us right is more important than trying to prove somebody else wrong. Right.
2: Well, let's break it down into some simpler, more fun questions. What do you do in your off time? What does life look for like for you uh, outside of football?
1: So when I got out here, I actually got a dog. Okay. Um, okay. Been, what type? What type? I got a French bulldog. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, I've been wanting that dog for <laughs> uh, about five years now. Five six years. I've been thinking on it. Uh, my mom isn't a big pet person. I got you. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it's still, her house. Yeah, it's still her house. <laughs> uh, but uh, I love him. He's, a, he's what's his name? Dog. His name is Zero. Zero. But I spelt it Z H E R O. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm just to switch it up a little bit some right. people call him zero to hero uh but uh that's my guy man he's just he barely barks well that's perfect he only barks when i'm like leaving or something he doesn't want to oh, be that's the worst by. it makes me so, feel bad yeah it makes me feel bad sometimes i just stand at the door like man just please stop please get better but uh yeah so taking care of him uh he's a pup i got him at 9 weeks and potty training is a hassle oh yeah uh he's he's almost getting there. He's almost there. Like we just gotta take that next step. <laughs> but uh it's been it's been it's been fun having uh another being with me. Yeah. Especially yeah. a dog. Yeah. Like that's that's not my best friend now. Yeah. Um and I'm a big gamer now. Okay, um, okay. Growing up, I wasn't a big gamer. Yeah, but uh when COVID happened and we everybody was just sitting at home, I learned how to play Call of Duty. Uh, my old mates <laughs> taught me. Uh, I'm a beast at it. You're <laughs> beast? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I go crazy at it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing Call of Duty uh, 2K. Um, a lot of us on the team play Madden. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. I think I'm one of the best on the team. Okay. Uh, we just – a few of uh, the – Portal guys just had a tournament. Of course, I won it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Easy work. <laughs> but, uh... What team do yeah. you use? Don't tell me you use, like, the Bills or... no? Nah, I do or... randoms. Okay, okay, okay. We do three randoms. Yeah. But if you don't like your three, you, you get, get a fourth YOLO. and final. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, So, we did that. I think one team I play, I play... I actually play... I'm a Steelers fan, so I play with them. You know, Oh, they well, they're okay. crappy this year, so that's Yeah, fine. you know, they, are, they weren't <laughs> the greatest this year, uh, especially, like, overalls and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah. I'd be somebody like 35. Probably a fun team yeah. to play with, though. Yeah, because you, you really get to, like, show, like, who you are because you don't have somebody you can just cheese with. Right. So, I mean, I'd be somebody about 35 with them. So. Hey, right. I Still good be, talent hey. on yeah. that team, though. Yeah, a yeah, good talent. Running back. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt. I was milking uh, Najee Harris. <laughs> oh, my God, I was milking him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so uh, it's safe to say that uh, the number zero now has a little extra special meaning to you definitely. with your dog's name. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, what is this journey with Triumph NIL been like so far for you? It's been fun. Uh,
1: just meeting, uh, everybody that's, uh, in that group, uh, they've all been extremely helpful. Uh, they've been make they've been making sure I'm taken care of, uh, and we're working on a lot of stuff, uh, upcoming, um, get some stuff done, uh, for me personally uh getting some stuff done for the team. Yeah. Um things like that and I just can't thank them enough. They've been they've been so great.
0: Tell us about this uh I heard there's an autograph memorabilia going on at triumph.com. Uh you got, got you got that going on right now. What's that all about?
1: Just if you go get some stuff, man, it's going to be signed and autographed by me. Uh I know it's not just me. It's a few other guys on the team that has them. Uh but it's definitely if you want something by uh, signed by me, Go
0: purchase that now. (laughs) Uh, We can make it happen for you. Just, hey, we're going to get it done. There you go. Well, now's kind of your kind of, we'd like to give the opportunity to kind of plug. And I know you haven't been in Blacksburg very long, but um, is there anything in the future, whether it be charity organization or, you know, restaurant you want to do a deal with or something like Mm -hmm. that where you're like, man, I'd love to explore that in the NIL realm uh, while you're here? Definitely. Uh, It's been
1: some things I've been thinking about Uh, starting a youth camp out here in the community. Awesome. Um, I know That's a lot awesome. of guys do stuff back home, yeah. which will also be something I'm looking into. But definitely having like a youth day here, uh, out here, uh, doing something for the kids because we're the biggest sport uh, in the area right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know a lot of the kids in the area, what elementary school through high school, look up to us. So we definitely want to do something for them. Um, and I'm a big foodie. Uh, my <laughs> uh, my teammates and coaches get on me a lot about how much I eat. Uh, I've been gaining. <laughs> I've gained. I want to say the most I've gained, I lost a little bit. I lost like four pounds. <laughs> I gained 29 pounds since I've been out here. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> no, not 29, like 24,
0: 24 okay. pounds. Yeah, 24. Okay. Pounds.
1: <laughs> I've been eating, man. I've been eating good. <laughs> I've been treating myself. But uh, so I came in at like 189. Yeah. Uh, I weighed in at about 211. <sighs> oh, and I'm dropping it back down. Okay. okay. I'm. Mean, I was getting too heavy. I want it to affect my speed. Uh, but uh, definitely, I definitely want to uh, work with a few restaurants out here, have, like, a game day spot or um, a pre-game day spot uh, yeah. where we can get um, a few of the guys on the team out. Uh, maybe my position group would come out um, and uh, meet fans and stuff, have some uh, some wings or burgers or something uh, on, like, a Thursday night before yeah. we get ready for the game, and then – just get 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 around a lot of people, get around a lot of our support um, with things like that, and uh, have a good meal. That's the biggest thing: having a good meal. Right? That's <laughs> That's yeah, That's get true. me right for the game. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> definitely
0: sign us up. That sounds mm-hmm. good. All right, well, let's end this thing by having a little bit of fun. Uh, okay. Nick, I'll let you uh, get us going, but we got a little bit of a speed round for you. Okay. All right,
2: so you got to answer these quick. What's <laughs> your go-to pre-game playlist look like? Oh, right. top three artists. On okay. That.
0: Rod Wave.
2: Okay.
1: Lil Dirk. Future. Okay. Good start. Do you have a
0: favorite artist all time? Okay.
1: All time.
0: All time. Is different. Okay. All, all time. All time. Okay. All time. So
1: growing up, I was a Michael Jackson fiend. Okay. I wanted to be Michael Jackson so bad. <laughs> I used to let my hair out. I used to dance just like him. So I would give him all time. Okay. Love it. Love it. Well, that's good. I, um, I, I love
2: Michael. We'd love Jackson. to see that in the end <laughs> yeah. zone this season. Oh, a little bit of moonwalking, yeah. my As
0: long as I don't get flagged, yeah. I don't want to hear from all the my coaches. Limits. Yeah, yeah. That, if you moonwalk, that'll be the best moment of the season. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, what's your favorite uniform combo so far that you've seen? Because obviously you haven't. Well, saw you what you wore in your pictures, but
1: yeah. So
0: I used to come here growing up. Yeah. I've seen the Hokie Stone uniforms. Oh, those are good. Yeah. I know Coach Pry's a little, and I don't mean to interrupt, but Coach Prize's a little stricter on uniforms. Yeah, this he's seems, a little, right? more, a little he's more, traditional. more traditional.
1: Okay. Except oh, Penn State Jesus. background. Something yeah. about that all black though. Yeah. yeah. Something yep. about that all black. Yep. When you come for out, Beamer's last game? Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. That <laughs> that that combo is crazy. But um <laughs> the uniforms we have now, I'll probably go
0: all orange. All okay. orange. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, what's your go to pregame meal? Alfredo, chicken Alfredo. Okay.
2: Can't
1: go wrong. Mm -hmm. So good.
2: If you could play another
1: sport at Virginia Tech, what would it be? Basketball. I already talked to the head coach. I was like, when my eligibility ends, I'm trying out. I can be a good two guard for you. I could spot up, get <laughs> a shot for you. Yeah, so <laughs> but definitely,
0: I got that happens though. Like that, like that um, a few years ago, it happens all the time where guys will play both. What's Jimmy Graham played basketball at mm-hmm. Miami? Donovan McNabb played basketball mm-hmm. at Syracuse. Yeah. it happens. It happens. Um, how excited are you to experience? And now I know you've been there times. You've been on the whatever, but to experience Enter Sandman for the first time as a Hokie running out of that tunnel, touching the stone.
1: I'm going to tell you how excited I am about it. <laughs> I watch the video on YouTube at least twice a week. <laughs> yeah. And every time I explain to someone what the game day atmosphere is like, I just pull up the video. Yeah. Uh, it's it's different when you're in the stands than when you're in that tunnel about to come out, when you're taking that walk and you can hear it, you can see the stadium shaking, you can feel the stadium shaking. And then when you run out, the crowd erupts. It's just – it gives me chills just thinking about it. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: Last question.
2: How do you want to be remembered at Virginia Tech?
1: I want to be remembered as one of the greatest receivers to come through here. So, uh, I just go. met Isaiah Ford. Yeah. I didn't tell him this when I saw him, but I'm coming for his single season records.
0: Ooh. Oh, <laughs> okay. snap. Yeah. That is, that, that's a mic drive to end it right there. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie thank you so much for your time today, man. I can't wait to see uh, what you got coming up this, spring, uh, this fall, I should say. Thank you guys for having me. No problem, man. All right. For Ollie Jennings, for Nick Brown, I'm Giovanni Heater saying so long from Blacksburg. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you on our next Triumph Spotlight.